Last of Us on HBO has finally arrived. We're going to be talking about some of the details from the game that made it into the episode, how we felt about the episode in general, Pedro Pascal, Bella Ramsey, everything around the episode. This is the DMGT Podcast. Danny, so thank you me on Sunday, yeah. for asking, um, for the listeners. Uh, I was gone last week due to trying to hunt for a house, um, becoming a real boy. Um, and then this weekend also did some. Uh, how's it going? So far, no house, I would say. Mm. Uh, mm. But not necessarily going bad. Uh, really, you know, getting the vibes, trying to understand you know the real estate agent you know how am i gonna vibe with him uh trying to look at the houses and go is this haunted is it not um do i hear any ghosts uh is the basement creepy or functional you know all of those Mm. questions have been dancing through my brain and i think the main thing i'm taking away is i don't know why i'm not doing this for house hunters the show that right would be now. fun i feel like i yeah. should be um because then you could squeeze in uh some like some fun tidbits around like your new new year's resolution oh yes which is none none <laughs> you know danny my last year's the crows, new year's resolution the crows Oh, the crows, my internal new year's resolution um would this be a good place for crows to become friendly uh how is this patio good for crows Mm -hmm. are there any Mm -hmm. scarecrows around (laughs) (laughs) truly one of my favorite crow population around here one of my favorite things to tv shows to riff on (laughs) is house hunters and if you haven't done it especially if you have a partner uh that you like to watch homey things just watching house hunters kind of mostly on mute and then just making shit up that you would be asking based on how (laughs) weird you think the people are uh one of the best pastimes but anyways house hunting has happened and continues to happen um still a freaking poor in a rented apartment because that's that's what they tell you on the internet brutal (laughs) that's not going to your equity okay oh my god that's true um that's true i'm 32 have had a steady job for eight years and still being like can i actually afford to like have a modest place to live (laughs) that is mine isn't that wild (laughs) insane 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 uh good stuff but it's going fun it's fun looking at houses you know i have a good time with it um, I mean, I love love the old uh, online search and just look at like what's what's listed in the old real estate place. Sometimes I'll play the game where it's like, what if I was rich? And I just mm. like take a look and it's like, oh, this is insane. You know, I know. But also cool. People do that. And I don't at all. Like I actually stay no matter what. I'm always like, what's a realistic price range for me right now? And that's mm-hmm. what I look at. Not as fun. But I really know the price range. <laughs> well, now, now you're familiar with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With what you can get, at least. Yeah, um, yeah. So there's some um, there. But That's thanks fine. for asking, Danny. <laughs> you held it down last week. 
freaking CES in the rear view. Who gives a shit about yeah. that? Fuck CES, baby. Yeah. It's the last of us is here, baby. Yeah. Welcome back to the DMGT podcast. I'm your host, Danny. And I'm your host, Spencer. And I have a title for this episode. Oh, yes, please. I've been thinking about it all day. I've actually been thinking about it oh, for my multiple God. days. Um, all right. From first to the last of us. Do you get it? That's good. Okay, good. You did get it. And for those who don't get it, I'm referencing uh, a band um, mm-hmm, from first mm-hmm. to last, which was where Skrillex, the, the, the DJ, initially started in music as a 15-year-old playing or singing for this emo band from first to last. Still a band, by the way, but not with uh, Sonny Moore, Skrillex. No, yeah. But they yep. still like put stuff out, and I'm like, yeah, guys, no. We don't. It was. It was because it was his singing that was why it was. Otherwise, you're pretty normal, which isn't bad. But like, you guys can go do other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? Uh, switch it up, or I don't know, do something else. It's yeah. fine. That's a good one. That is gonna be. That is our title, obviously. Yes, from first uh, to the last. So good. Nice. That's clever. Okay. Clever. I like cool. it. Thank uh, you. It's here, man. It's finally here. We saw the premiere, uh, episode one at your place on the projectors. Just a little bit of technical difficulties, but that's just okay. a little bit. But it was, you know, it was a uh, one of the first showings of the year. You know. And Mm -hmm. I was just all out of sorts. Not, you know, just looking at it, not seeing my PlayStation there, rough. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I was all thrown for a loop. (laughs) It's okay. Your your PlayStation's back tomorrow, you said? Yeah, hopefully. And if, hey, if anybody listens to this early, I'm watching you. (laughs) 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 Don't you dare. Someone's listening to it before I even post it, um, or or right in the morning. Uh, Dude, it was... uh, Let's get into some first impressions, because I have a bunch of notes here about, like, uh, a lot of the, like, the little fun details that I think made it into the episode from the game, uh, like how they're handling world building and the lore around, like, the Cordyceps infection, Mm -hmm. which is the main fungal infection in the game and now in the show. Um, Yeah, like... High level, give me, give me like your five, your whatever minutes impressions of the episode. What did you feel? What'd you think now that we've had a few days to like simmer on it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, just to context here, like Danny, you've been playing through the first game again. I, I, my PlayStation has been broken for 12, maybe, maybe 20 days, and it's been a, it's been a rough time for me so i'm not currently replaying it but i have played it a couple like three times i think one on each generation it's ever released on i guess um and but the thing about it is you know i haven't been like re-watching the the game or anything like that yet though i do think Mm -hmm. i want to start just based on the experience that i'm sure you're going to talk about and like how fun that was having it really fresh in your mind um so so I'm I'm coming at it kind of from someone who loves the games, but I wouldn't say obsessed with them. Uh I love them. I would put them in the top 10 both of them of my all-time games, but not like in the way that like a uh, you know, the old battlefields hold a place in my passion and love and why, you know. It, yeah. Basically it's like it's right there. Love it. We'll always play anything that like they're working on. Um, 
but not completely obsessive. So this isn't like, you know, a Tolkien scholar, Tolkien, people say it both ways, a scholar mm. in, in like the rings of power conversation, right? Like yeah, it's, yeah. but I'm definitely probably know more about Last of Us than I do about Lord of the Rings in terms of um, the game. Cause you know, I've, smaller lore, yeah, smaller more or lore, less yeah. got close to platinum. I mean, them because it's not that hard yeah. uh so i came into it more just excited for a ripping post-apocalyptic tv show mm-hmm. uh i mean i love pedro pascal and i have loved him so good ever since you know game of thrones uh that's really where i i met him i guess is what you would say uh mm-hmm. and Continue to just love everything he does, like because the man is so talented in terms of uh, the ability to balance uh, ethos and pathos and, um, you know, levity. Like he, he's yeah. just a, a real um, master of kind of dynamics. Right. And Joel is a pretty. Like man of few words protagonist type of character where you know it's it's really reliant on the subtlety of the performance yep um showing the emotion so like more or less like i'm like okay the last of us is this type of game where translating this into a tv show just makes total sense like and i would say from the second it started to the credits rolling aside from ripple being extremely rude throughout <laughs> uh and he continues to be super rude and it's two days later we got him a haircut he's being a real you know uh, he's in that post cut yep, yep. asshole mm-hmm, mood mm-hmm. and i know i talk about this as yep, if it's a joke yep. but it fucking happens every time <laughs> and he is just so rude right now because he looks no, so dang this cute. is real this is it's real. truly yeah. like every time i don't understand it uh <laughs> it's uh but so aside from ripple I was really just locked in and like, yeah, yeah. I have not had that much enjoyment watching a TV show in, in, in a very long time, like a watching it with friends doing a little screening that I think just elevated my engagement in the, 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 the show. Like I wasn't looking at my phone. I was really locked in. Um, and then it just, it just starts gives you a little bit of that background flashback and just starts to fucking nail every moment yeah 84 Mm -hmm. minutes not much i didn't like i don't i honestly don't know if there's anything i'm like that was bad like i just i thought no i don't think so yeah yeah it's just it was great like and i'm so and it's one of those things where i'm just like counting down until i can watch it you know I'm yeah. out of town this weekend as well. I'm so sorry. So you're gonna have to watch oh, it yourself. Oh, brutal! Unless brutal. you want to wait until like um, Tuesday, which I doubt you do. <laughs> I will not. Uh, <laughs> no, I will not. Um, no, this is good because you you will balance my absolute shilling because this is uh, on my end uh, the the game I'm most obsessed with. This is the story and the franchise yeah. that I am most obsessed with. This is my number one. Um, fictional anything like period Um, just 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 the way that I was introduced to this game for the first time and like sat like all of those memories are like like seared into my head Um, and just like the feelings that I had 
going through this for the first time um, was like nothing has come not really close to to how i went through it so i am like obsessed with this i i uh, it's one of those games, and I think I've mentioned it before on on the podcast. But I do usually play this maybe once a year, so that's why I like literally the ten times. Like, yeah, it's been about ten years, and maybe like one of those years I played it twice in that year. Um, just because it's like one of those where I'm like, I it's it's sort of my um, like my reset for whenever I go through like an intense game. So like after like Elden Ring and then God of War Ragnarok this would be like around the time that I'm like, okay, I'm going to do another run of the last of us. That's just a crazy like, palette cleanser. I know. Like, I know. That's, that's yeah, my palette. That's like heavy, my, this is <laughs> played some heavy games. So I'm going to go into uh, one of the, everyone's most heavy games. <laughs> well, this is, it's more less from, uh, from like, wow, let me like engross myself into the story again. But just like, all the beats of like what made it such a great video game to me and why it's my number one video game uh, of all time. It's like from that perspective of like the more like uh, tune myself to like, do I still feel the same way about like all of these beats? And like it has, my opinions have evolved and changed over time, but um, especially like the combat is, isn't aging super well. Um, like the checkpoints, yeah. the way the checkpoints work in the first one is pretty rough. Uh, they, fixed all of that in the second one but that's that's what i do uh there so i'm like pretty familiar with all the lore i know the game pretty much like the back of my hand and it was i think all the changes that they made were like super cool and and the way that they're like faking you out in some moments that keep you on your toes like it kept me on my toes like and here's the crash right here and oh shit it didn't happen oh my god this is crazy and then the huge fucking plane comes yeah. down and it's like a, this grandiose moment which a little extra, but also it's like it's television. Like you kind of needed some of that, and it worked. I I thought it was awesome. Um, but like just like starting from the very beginning when they do that flashback for where like the uh, like the what are they like viral experts, the talk show, uh, the experts, yeah, and the yeah, doctors, vir- scientists vir- they're talking virologist? to. Yeah, yeah, vir- virologist. Virologist. Um, going but into one of all them of was this, just some mushroom dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but. This is this goes back down to the developments of the game. Like they brought in real experts to help them build the lore around the infection and how that was going to spread because it wasn't just like a normal zombie, like, oh, it's a disease and here it's changing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, the cordyceps infection is like a real um, a fungal a fungus that uh, takes over hosts in. Uh, insects so like ants specifically is like the big example because that's where you see like all the weird fungal things growing out of their eyes and their heads and stuff and like that's the inspiration to like all the monster and zombie designs for the series so like they've brought in some like there's like some at least grounding it with like okay here's where it started it it mutated or whatever they threw in like the global warming thing which was like haha funny um but all of that was cool because they they show they give you like all of that lore that you just wouldn't get without playing the game because in the game you pick up items and newspapers yeah. and notes and recordings and all the stuff that stuff that helps build all of that. This was a great way to introduce a TV audience to all of the concepts and sort of the backstory and the lore. Yeah, yeah, and I think like um, you know even though this like thing the 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 opener the opening talk show thing. Takes place, I believe it said 1968 on the mm-hmm. title card, um, which, uh, you know, I am 
interested to understand more about why it's 1968 specifically. Like, is there something or whatever the year is? Uh, But I think the thing that it did really well was already start to introduce the filmmaking style that you're going to see in a really easy to digest way. Like it, yeah. like uh, one of my favorite tropes of movies uh, that exists is actually when there is a talk show situation, but it's filmed yeah. not with just the standard talk show camera angles, but they will use those. Like it'll, mm-hmm. it'll throw in some really cool looking close-ups that you wouldn't get on like a TV show. And it's like, just showing basically like, hey, this is potentially the only scene set in the past. Maybe not. Probably not. But right now. Yeah. Right. Look at how fucking intense we went with the detail on this. Yep. Period mm-hmm. piece here. Right. Like. Yep. Hell yeah. And then it just goes. And then we're going to like do that. But then like, remember like how fucking crazy Last of Us is in terms of what it looks yes. like. And we're going to make mm-hmm. sure we nail that, too um the uh the entire yeah. sequence in the in the truck it was frame for frame and it's like so that's why this is working so so well because this this game was developed with that cinematic mindset for the story beat specifically like, yeah that's it's obviously one of its, a lot of games from that point on have like yeah why we really have the hardcore cinematic game you know yeah. like last of mm-hmm. us doesn't exist does god of war 2018 exist probably not Probably not. Mm-mm. So it's it's it was ahead of its time on the video game front uh, for there. That's just like the the truth. Um, I was really curious, and and I've I've continued going. I'm going to continue to be curious throughout the rest of the season how they're going to handle uh, some of the story points that were a little bit more gameplay uh, driven. Um, for example, Sarah and the entire like first 15, 20 minutes or so that are basically was brand new content to her backstory that we didn't get in the game. In the game, you start the, the very first playable character is Sarah. Like that's who you start with. So there's an immediate connection that an audience uh, or, or the player has with this character, even though it was what? 20 minutes of total runtime really to open up the the game or so um and then you get maybe a, even like less, it doesn't honestly. work that way yeah honestly it was really really short um th- this was a really fantastic way of like really building up sarah and her her character because it has such a deep in- impact for the rest of the story like on joel specifically and like ellie and joel's relationship right like this is like the core foundation to like why this relationship works and the struggle that they go through the two characters so i like how they did that there they added that somehow i think it amplified it it made it it made that death way more brutal i was like well shit that sucks i mean it's like i knew it was coming but it's like it still hurts this is a show that so far i think the thing that i'm really excited to see more of uh if they can continue is the pace of it right Yep. Some of the pacing feels video game-ish. Yes. In the sense of, it'll just show you a little lingering piece of, of things. Or like, you know, when you have those moments where there's nothing and you're just like walking to the next point or you're looking around the room, right? Um, Just kind of considering your next moves. Like it has mm-hmm. some of that feeling. And I think the opening was a really great version of that because 
you know, in the opening of the game, you basically like it's you kind of wake up, right? And that's yeah, like so it's the basically beginning. the start of it. So like when Joel leaves to pick up Tommy from uh, bail him out from jail in the show, that's the moment that the game starts uh, with, with Sierra. It's like that two a.m. Like, where's Joel? Where's my dad? What's right, going on here? Right. And then and then like so it it just ramps right into it, and then it's pretty crazy. Like this one gives you exactly that moment, but you also. Yeah, it just does the smart thing for a television show. Yes. And says, we just need to make sure that the audience really understands a couple things about Joel. Because I think, uh, yeah. you know, ultimately, mm-hmm. like, you know, she's, Sarah's going to die. So really, you know, you're trying to drive who is Joel so that people that don't know the, this video game can understand this archetype or character he is. Yeah. yeah. So, like, we learn. Yeah, because he's a. He's a he's a caregiver. He's a care, care caregiver with some pretty strong walls around, yeah. like a like a like an actual very like deep deep down. Like Joe wants to be a caregiver. He he is very a loving person to like passionate to like a pretty big extent. You see it with Tommy a bit. You see it with uh, Sarah, and then we'll learn with with Ellie on the show. Right, right, and he's also like uh, a single working busy dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who is seemingly a good guy, but definitely needs someone to take care of him and help him yeah, yeah. through his life. And that's who his daughter already is at a younger age. Right. Uh, yeah. and just seeing like those moments of sweetness and probably how hard fought it was for both of them to get to that point. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Of of like her realizing she needs to help him out a little bit without mom being around mm-hmm. him settling into that a little bit more, but still not nailing it. I think it was just yeah. like really, yeah. really telling of honestly, just like a lot of it. This is not spoken out loud, really, by yeah. by Joel yeah. just shows like a how great Pedro Pascal is, how much he understands the character and like the fine line the character is on. In some ways, yep. yep. Um, but then just the care through action, you know, and through yeah. doing is really like what separates Joel. In my head, it's like Joel's all about. He feels it all, and it all affects him. But he always pushes to the next thing that needs to be done. Yeah, like, yeah. And I think that's where like, so we'll we we'll get into like didn't have the pancake mix ready that morning because he's so focused on like, I got to make sure I get this job done. Cause I have to you know, provide for my daughter and myself, uh, not picking up the birthday cake afterwards because he's not really thinking about himself all that much in those situations. Um, which leads me into like some of the like little notes and like the little things that they're doing in the show, because I'm sure you noticed or people are noticing, like you start to, you start to show, uh, the 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 radio says something about Jakarta. Jakarta, in fact, has the biggest uh, wheat mill in the world. Like this is like in real life. Mm, like that's, that's not true. good if the, Jakarta the goes down. Grain processing. Yes. Um, no pancake mix. They refuse the biscuits from their neighbors outside. They she after school she goes and they make cookies, but the raisin, not chocolate chip, like Sarah wanted. She doesn't eat the cookies. So it's like oatmeal raisin. He doesn't pick up the 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 game uh, or the the cake at the end. 
they talk in the beginning, the, the scientists, when they say ergot, that is an infection that happens to wheat grains specifically. Interesting. So it's coming in, the cordyceps is coming in through that. In the game, when you wake up as Sarah and you go into the bathroom and you pick up a newspaper, it says the FDA is recalling crops. And that's like the little bits of lore that they're bringing in there. That the, the lore and how all of this happened and went down isn't like core to the story. No, it just Last of it Us. is, it happened. That's all. But it's just such a see, those like the, are the little details. I'm like, I appreciate that so much. Because yeah. it's like a nice little nod, like, hey, we respect the fans of the games that are now here. But also, it's giving you just some context to to new audiences that never played the game before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that I didn't even notice that, you know, like which is <laughs> that's really crazy. Like, that's, that's intense. It's a great thing when that's something that's happening from like the onset of a show where you're like, Yep, oh. I missed all of that stuff, like that little detail. Um, but that's awesome. That that's so cool. So basically, I guess they just were not. They didn't eat a lot of wheat car wheat based carbs for a couple of days, and then by that time, it flamed itself out from Pretty the much. food source itself. Um, classic man. It's all about you know sometimes Nuts, right. It's all about just that, and that's how you get to the post apocalypse part. You know, yep. it's like yep. we never know what it's going to be. But every once in a while, just like skip out on something. <laughs> you know what it I mean? Funny because, you never yeah. know if that's like the difference between <laughs> I'm safe in the apocalypse or if I did that thing or ate that yeah, thing or yeah. was that pl- at that place. Occasionally, flake out. It's it's one of those cool like oh this is how this is how they didn't get infected yeah. and have survived. Well, can't survive a bullet, but oof, brutal. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, but it's like one of those. Yeah, no. I thought like halfway through the episode, like in Boston, they they did Boston. They made quite a. This is where like the heaviest changes occurred from the game because there are like gameplay beats um, that I, I think it's going to be more common as we go throughout. Like all the major stuff, like the cutscenes from the games, are probably going to be there. Um, but like the first time Joe meets Ellie, and like they like walk around to get to the next point and like do a little bit of combat um, is cut. Um, so they have to like get those dialogue moments in a little bit differently um the whole like beginning intro combat sequence of you and tess going after robert and getting the revenge specifically for the the guns or whatever that he was getting uh, all of that is, is cut is completely different but at the same time like i thought the show that's where like it got the pacing felt a little off the most it like a little bit of a low which was strange because then when they left Boston, like when they're leaving, that those last five minutes felt a little rushed for me personally. Like I loved overall, like this was a great first episode. Those last five minutes felt rushed, and I don't know it's be- if it's because I'm so close to the game. Yeah, yeah. I would say maybe it is because I-, I was thinking about, you know, my experience. And I think because I haven't played it, right, for a while, um, I'm not thinking as much about the differences mm. right and i'm also not thinking as beat by beat game to show so for me like i think it's it's a very you know you, i feel like you could say the pacing thing last five minutes i think that's just how streaming shows are now mm, that's fair. like i don't know that's if fair. it's it's it, it sorry anything that's like a hour-long drama 
Yeah. Like, yeah. like not so much sometimes with comedies, but not really as much. But I feel like in every intense streaming show, things are climaxing pretty. They try like, to put it really close to the end of the end, runtime yeah. because they want you to watch Just the entire around, thing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I think some of it's that. So I think you know maybe we'll see over the course of episodes. Is that true or not? I feel like it's true. If it vibes with life, but we'll see. Um, yeah, yeah. But I think you know the skipping of violence in the game for for the I tv show boom. i mean the thing about it is uh in the last of us what you, you kill like 300 people maybe more yeah yeah like, yeah it, you there's, know there's a little bit of like some of that like it's just like you can't get into all the kill animations and stuff as as a character and that part like i'm not so upset but about. what are some ways it, that like you know because the like basically part of joel is he ain't gonna fuck around like that's like the violence that joel has is you put me in a situation where i need to get out everything's off well and i think they gave you just that glimpse at the end of the episode they get like with that soldier because that 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 doesn't go down like that in in the game but because you've already gone through like so many like f uh federal soldiers in the game right yeah you're just shooting everyone basically and yeah he just shoots him in the game this one felt a little bit more intense i think they have to do this for television yeah um just because it'll make those moments of violence contrast with the with the relationship that they're gonna start building yep so much and it's like and it becomes a little bit more i don't know it's just a different it's like yeah it's just different medium that's that's how it's gonna work yeah i will say though i think the things that they're doing kind of to make sure that the community of people that made this tv show possible the the gaming community the, the the creators of the video game um i think the thing that they're doing a good job of is where they're trying to show how much they understand the game, yep. these characters, and why you love Last of Us, you know, or why Last of Us so, is so compelling. I think, yep. like, with the gunshot of Sarah, I would say that is one of the bloodiest after gunshot things I've seen on TV. It was rough, man. It looked, I was like, damn. He was covered in her blood. And she well, was dripping the blood. Like, it was so visceral. And, like, one of the things about the first Last of Us game, I mean, if you want to see a bunch of people, a bunch of, like, TV media upset about violence in video games, I'm sure you can find it about 2013 Last of Us release time. Cause at well, because it was. The, the, the time, death animations were intense. That was part of... They were gruesome. It was part of the fucking sell point. Yep. It's like, mm-hmm. no, no, mm-hmm. we're, like, trying to make this feel like it's happening to you. Yeah, and you're choosing to do what you're choosing to Those do. Those things, yes. Like, and yes. and I, you know, that's what the people always miss with <laughs> video games. Is like, no, no, no. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's glorifying violence video games, and then there's violent video games. And this was kind mm-hmm. of this one is that. But I really think they're just showing you. And then instead of him shooting a trillion dudes and then popping the the soldier, he beats him to death. I thought that was, it just made that more intense. Yep, because it gives because you, you could, all of the things that you need in a very concise storytelling, like yep, a TV yep. storytelling, movie storytelling has to be extremely concise. 
And it just goes, yeah, just in case you thought we were going to lighten him up, he just beat a dude to death in front of a child that instantly reminded him of his own child. Yeah, yeah. The PTSD was, like, in an instant. He yeah. was triggered in the... um like in the actual psychological medical sense, yeah. like that was a trigger, yep. and he immediately because that's that's like a fight or flight moment, and he immediately went into fight. Yep, he said nothing like this will ever happen to me again. And then basically in that moment, even to go further with it, you go, oh, also Tess, no reaction to that problem, and and just that right into back, continuing oh on. Oh my god, so right? good because it goes back into Marlene saying like, I know what you guys are capable of, and Ellie's like what are you capable of? And then you see Ellie just like staring at like what Joe's doing, just beating this dude to death. Just like, Oh, and then, but also like, and then also like, I get what we have to do to survive. I'm of this. Like, and she did not shy away from it, which is what her character is, which is why that is such a compelling. Again, this is why the last of us is so fucking good, man. And that's because that's like the, so far in this adaptation. Yeah. The things that are most important, they're getting, and I would say like near flawlessly, and I, they they're amplifying it in some mm-hmm. cases, which is that's that's the I think the thing that's that's shocking me the most because like you can make a faithful adaptation, but to amplify a, an ad, a, like the source material, it's I think episode did did that well for some of those moments where like oh they're amplifying these moments yeah. that are core to the overall theme of, of, of the game yeah. will be for the show. So, Danny, if you were to give this a rating on your scale, which is a five scale, yeah. and uh, I'll do it on my ten scale, and then I'll Fair, divide by fine. two. Okay. What would you give it? Four out of five. Okay, this so first episode of translating that to mine, that's eight out of ten. Okay, I mean I don't use half points, so you could say nine out of ten if you want. Uh, well, I couldn't because you only use a five point scale. Okay, uh, <laughs> got you there. Got you dead <laughs> okay, to rights there. Whatever, whatever. Um, <laughs> but I would probably go nine. I would go nine out of ten. I mean, I don't know what I didn't like. I would say maybe it's not so much that I didn't like things. It's just I, I think after such. It's hard to follow up the 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 second like the minute thirty to forty five after a masterful opening thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, I think yes, I think that's and fair. even the, those first like like ten minutes of Sierra just like in school and going to the to the thing. It's like they were slower, sure, like as in like not a lot of action, but a lot of like little things were occurring. The twitch in the kids, uh, yeah, at school, the lady in the shop, like. Hey, you need to leave now because something is happening. But not in a panicked way yet. Just like in a, we should get home. I'm worried. We should get yeah. home. So, so like all of that was done very well. And then just like her, just like looking around, airplanes are coming by, and like just like a kid would do. Like I don't know what's going on. This is kind of strange, right? Like a little more police than I normally think. But all right, whatever. I'm just gonna proceed. Yeah, I, I would say the one. Okay, this is maybe my one thing. Yeah, I found it. So she's getting all of these context clues and she's already shown she's a very capable tween mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm. uh, teen, right? It gets all these things like pretty insightful already because she's a 
I know where you're 13, going with 13, 14-year-old yep. girl who's, like, helping her dad deal, be, be alive, you know, because he's one of those kind of guys. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, guys, should we figure it out better? Figure it out better. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's very sweet that people will do that yeah, for yeah, someone, yeah. I guess. But I hope, I don't want to get to that point. Uh, <laughs> I really, I really hope. Um, yeah. But, so you show how, how, like, adult she is, quote unquote. She doesn't go watch the news. That's that's yeah. She doesn't go watch I the thought, news. I thought they were gonna do some some like a little switch up there um, with the watch scene and stuff because she was very clearly watching TV. I was like, oh, she didn't put on the news. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm but like, it could also just you know, uh, teenage naivete, whatever. No, you know, that kid like, wouldn't have not. That's the yeah, that's my one point. Yeah, you're right. That you're kid right. you established was smarter than that. They would have been like, oh fuck. I, one thing I'm definitely not doing is leaving this house. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because that's what you would see. You'd be like, okay, cool. So I'm going to go to the most secure room in my house. I'm going to lock up all this shit. I'm going to get a weapon. And then the show would have been over. <laughs> so kind of had to do it, but wish you didn't. I like the do- the dog like coming over because in the game, you just hear the dog barking. You don't actually see the dog. Um, but now I told you, like we were like literally watching the show. I was like, I always trust the dog. Always trust a dog. Yeah, man. that is something that everybody should take away from this is if a random dog is freaking out and like is like, hey, I'm trying to help you out. Like the dog is definitely doing do- something that you need to follow. Dog's a real one. The dog's yeah. a real one. I'm glad they didn't show like a dog death or anything like that. It just ran away. Ugh, don't I what was not iRobot. I am legend me. Yeah, yeah. Oof, rough stuff. Rough stuff that Too dog much. there was already literally in my head already heavy stuff when yeah. it ran away I, I in i maybe said it out loud but in my head i said at least i'm glad that dog lived forever <laughs> <laughs> you immediately went to pet ripple immediately oh, if there's a dog on the screen but also the dog was like making noises that ripple was concerned about so i was like that's no, true no, no, that's it's okay true. it's okay yeah, yeah. it's yeah, um, yeah that was fine but then also it's fine. like you would save me right i'd listen yeah. to you Though he would just be trying to go find a ball. <laughs> and then I I gotta say it real quick, uh, because we haven't talked about it nearly enough. Bella Ramsey is Ellie. Like straight up. Like the f- like the moment she opened her mouth to deliver like, dialogues, like, yep, that's Ellie. Absolutely that's Ellie. Rocking it. Um absolutely rocking it. Very excited to see like, man, what a good character to get to play. You know oh, what I mean? Man. Like Bella Ramsey is probably just so fucking pumped to be able to play this character. Like, I, there's very few more interesting, like, action female protagonists than this one. Yeah, man, Ellie is like one of the coolest fictional protagonists in general. Yeah, in period. general, like. like- like Joel is the main character, but the the story, the show is about Ellie. It's about Ellie. Yeah, I'm sorry. The first game, Joel is the lead character. Yes, uh, yes. Because that's also the coolest part of getting to play that character. Is like, oh, I'm like a child sidekick at some points, you know, in, in the more traditional yeah. sense. Um, but just you guys wait, and I'm the baddest person in the room. Well, do you remember? I don't know if you remember this, but um, I do remember when the... Uh, they announced this game and they for first gave us the the gameplay trailer for for some of the stuff uh 
people, the, the audience, and I think this was at E3, the audience lost their shit when Ellie threw a brick at one of the, uh, the guys in the hotel sequence. Mm. Um, because video game companions just were not that intelligent and not, weren't, were basically useless yeah. in video games up until that point. So, like, man, Naughty Dog did a bunch of layers of, like, truly groundbreaking things on multiple fronts. It's, it's so impressive. <laughs> um, it's just such an impressive game. And, like, yeah. just the fact that this is coming out, you know, at this time. Not, I'm not saying, like, pandemics. I'm saying, like, literally, like, TV... Like, there is the possibility for video games to be adapted into TV. Yeah. I would say mostly just end there. Probably not so much movies. Mm-hmm. But TV. Like, it's like TV has kind of caught TV up. makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Makes a ton more sense. They can have, for a mainline story like this, like a straight, hey, this is a 15-hour experience if you don't do any side shit, you know? perfect for a miniseries like i think it's cool that it i'm glad it didn't happen five years ago even right they would have butchered this to hell yep like like and it just yeah it would have been tough like and and they get craig mazin mazin uh of chernobyl fame which is uh basically the best audition for the last of us that you could ever do as a director (laughs) oh yeah it was oh, it's like incredible. you want extremely like realistic documentarian style, high tension with not always violence. Right. Um, yes. Oh, period mm-hmm. piece and uh, a lot of rubble. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> Let's go. Eh. Let's go. You already proved it. You already proved it. Yeah. Oh, uh, impeccably cast and acted. Yeah. Okay. It's it's one of these things that I think uh, I hope that the industry learns the right lessons from a video game adaptations moving forward. Some will, some won't. But it should be treated like a book almost. Like when you adapt a book to a TV show or a movie sometimes, you don't go, oh, well, people have played the game already, so we're not going to tell that same story. We're going to switch it all up. No, tell the same goddamn story. That's what works. And adapt it to, to the new mediums. And I think, so there's... Uh, another thing with like how like respecting the source material as if it's a book, I think is a great way to put it because that's mm-hmm. totally what's been the problem in yes, so many. That's what's been the problem of these yeah. games because oftentimes they they get a journeyman director, uh, it's written by committee, or they throw out the blacklist script that was interesting. Uh, Sonic One was kind of that, I believe. Though people like Sonic, I haven't seen it yet, but like it was Sonic Two, it got movie, way better, think, yeah, than it yeah. was. Um, but, you know, like the uh, a very similar and I hope as successful as uh, The Last of Us will become, at least in my head of like Pantheon of shows, I, I finished The Expanse. Uh, oh, nice. And I have read all the books over the last like two years. Like I basically timed it perfect. I finished the, the last book right when the newest book came out, finished that, completed the series. And then just randomly didn't have anything to do because uh, my PlayStation broke. But also before that uh, <laughs> was watching the Expanse TV show and they have the writers of the book in the writing room. Beautiful. 
Beautiful. And it's uh, beautiful. Right. And they're co-creators, co-producers. That's the way to do it. That's they the way did to do it here it. as well. Yes. Right. Because and Neil Druckmann literally wrote The Last of Us. So you literally have people in the room that did it and know why they did it and mm-hmm. had thousands of hours of conversation about doing it. You know? Yep. And you have those people as like, writers and directors on the show like that is the best way that's to the adapt way. That's something the formula that is a current thing where you could do something like that yeah you know like um because what you get is compromises that people that care about the source material can understand yeah right switching it up to like uh the spores. I, I I saw the interview for for why Neo Druckmann and, and Craig Mazin decided to axe spores in this game because in the game you don't get the tendrils like the way that the infection is spreading and the fungus is spreading um, and you saw it right away in the first episode with the with the old lady the tendrils Fucking the little disgusting. tentacle looking they they look so gross and I think it's probably a scarier version of it yep. and I think it's gonna work really well for TV um, see you get that adaptation where like oh tendrils was actually a concept for the original game before they decided on sports exactly. so see like all of this is already like coming together mm-hmm. like that they can think of oh this will work in this medium better than it would in the game because in the game you have these other beats i'm super interested to see how they pull off some of those moments because i think spores spores created they, they give you some moments they, times, they, yeah. they created tension at times and they also yeah. gave you some moments like where um I'm assuming either episode two or three will give us where it's like, oh, how are you breathing this stuff? And she goes like, I wasn't lying. I'm literally immune. So, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I, I'm sure they'll figure out another way. But like, that's what I mean. Like that when you get those writers in that same room, they respect and that it understand, and understand the source it, material. Yeah. They know where the changes can be made. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, I'm so pumped to to watch more of it. Uh, also, it's been a pretty good couple years for post-apocalyptic TV. Yeah. Um, I can't help but say, if you haven't seen it, another HBO post-apocalyptic adaptation that I think is astoundingly well done to the source material, Station Eleven. Mm. Um, I have not. Seen if this. you just need some more post-apocalyptic shit in your life, watch Station Eleven. Read Station Eleven. Read it while watching it. Watch it, then read it. Uh, one of my favorite TV shows of all time. I love post-apocalyptic, um, you know, like side future slight stuff like this. Yeah. Um, or recent past, you know, post-apocalyptic, whatever. Uh, if you need more, it's out. It's one of my favorite things on TV ever. Um, and Last the of Leftovers Us, also counts as uh, post-apocalyptic, say that again? right? Kind of. The Leftovers. Leftovers as HBO. well, yeah. Dude, they've That's been crushing forever. Yeah. Forever. But Station Eleven, slightly uh, more recent. Um, mm. And I feel yeah. like went under the radar and like legitimately like, Danny, you should watch the first episode tonight. I'm going to do right now. That's uh, what I'm going to do right now. <laughs> final thing. I do just have to say one more time. Um, Go. Not about The Last of Us, but I love The Expanse so much. <laughs> I I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get around to it. I promise. I am going to get around. I know, to it. I know. But also, just anyone that's listening this far, I've looked at so many threads about like what will give, what will scratch the itch, uh, TV show wise, or also 
uh, book wise, um, just send me send me a rec because I want more of the exactly the expanse. But if it wasn't the expanse, but it was exactly that good, <laughs> that would be great. But I don't think there is one. Is really what I'm finding. I'll clip this and post it up, and then whatever recommendations come through, I'll shoot them your and way. And if they say just reread the expanse, yeah, I know I could do that. <laughs> don't recommend that. Don't don't comment. Just read the expanse again. Yeah. Okay, well, it's that was a really just stuck the landing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you can call me Neil Stuckman. Boo. Boo. We're cutting the episode here. That's enough of that. I'm just kidding. That's it. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.